Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Temper Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 Sunlight hurts my eyes And something without warning love Bears heavy on my mind Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. It is Sam and Greg on this Saturday morning. And the world's second. Right Trying to stretch this out so I don't step on the bridge. And we say good morning. And a quick shout-out to Max and his mama. I don't know if she's still I listening to us. He probably is. Yeah, big Bill Withers fan. Let's do it. Watch Radio 929 the game, 929thegame.com on this Saturday morning, March 2nd. Good morning, Georgia. Morning. And a good morning to you folks. Are you ready for this? Okay. In between. I've been living here forever. I have never heard of this place. I've actually heard that. But between. I, 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 Noel, you ever heard between? Between Georgia. Nope, that was new for me. I mean, to tell you, and of course, it's a punchline. It writes itself because <laughs> I, you can throw, hey, I live in between. I got the best schools in between. <laughs> got, got the prettiest women in between. <laughs> of course, I might have to rephrase that one. Yeah, yeah. You, got, yeah. you know, it is. I, so I was talking to a friend this past week who is leaving. Where they live out there on the east side of town, out 78, Loganville, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. And they're going to go from Loganville to Monroe. I said, well, where's, you know, how far out is that? And, you know, kinda, and then it go, well, you have to go through in between. You have to go through between. Yes, you do. Between Georgia, ladies and gentlemen, on Highway 78, between Loganville and Monroe, I have just discovered this place, this city. And to make it official, let me just let you know, you folks out there, I know y'all just screaming to radio here. Um, it's in Walton County. 
Okay. Population as of around 2020 when it was taken was uh, under 500. Okay. Very little, very small, quaint community. But I have never heard of between, between. Georgia. Ah. And, of course, like I said, the jokes write themselves. Where you live at? I, I live in between. In between. So there you go. <laughs> I, I've been waiting to do that one all night. Nice. <laughs> go ahead. So, anyway, nice. Mr. Crenshaw, what is happening? Look local? outside the window here, man. Okay, let me turn around here. You can't. A I mean, the, day the, in London town. Man, the fog is incredible here where we are. In, uh, we're nine floors up in the Kia Studios here in Midtown. And the fog is... Can't, we can't, see, can't see none of the mountains out there? We can barely see buildings across can't the street. See, yeah, really? Which where, where's, where's High Museum? Can we <laughs> see that? Is it over there? I think it's over there. It's, barely. It's in a cloud. That's what's happening. So if you got to get out this morning, do uh, be careful. The fog is out around this, this area, and hopefully it lifts and burns off uh, a little bit later this morning so they can play baseball out at Cool Ray Field. We're going to talk about that first. Uh, the HBCU Classic. Uh, that the Braves put on and organize each and every year. Uh, the HBCU Classic that honors Ralph Gar, Grambling, and Bill Lucas with the Florida A&M. So Grambling against Florida A&M, they were supposed to play yesterday, but due to the weather, they've scheduled a doubleheader for today. And if you have tickets from yesterday, just bring those out today, I suppose, and, you, and you're still good. Uh, the first game is now set for 11 a.m., Hopefully this, you know, the, the rain is all done and the field will be playable. They could do it at 11 a.m. and then the second game following that one because tomorrow there's more baseball at Cool Ray out in Gwinnett as Georgia plays Georgia Tech tomorrow out there. So you got some good college baseball uh, out at the home of the uh, Gwinnett Stripers that's going on. Um, high school basketball tournament, we're going to do a deep dive into it coming up next segment with Gabriel Stovall. But there are some teams that already have punched their tickets to Macon Let's see, some winners um, in some places yesterday down at Georgia College. Uh, you got the in uh, girls 1A Division One. Uh, Galloway was a winner. They beat Raven County, and they will play St. Francis, who beat Athens Christian. So those two will meet next week in Macon for that championship. Uh, girls 5A, they're playing down in, in Carrollton at West Georgia. It's going to be an all-Atlanta um, Public School final next week as Maynard Jackson beat Cartersville. And uh, Midtown beat Dalton, so it'll be Maynard Jackson against uh, Midtown down in Macon for the championship of the girls 5A. Class 1A Division II girls, um, you got Montgomery County, their winners over Clinch, and Green Forest is a winner. They beat Taylor County, so it'll be Montgomery County and Green Forest next week. They're playing these, uh, they played these games down at Fort Valley uh, yesterday. Also at Georgia College, the boys 1A Division I, Paideia a winner over Savannah, and Mount Vernon beat Mount Pisgah, so it would be Mount Vernon against Paideia playing for the championship in that classification down at Macon. Uh, Class 1A Division two boys beat Manchester against Green Forest. Green Forest beat Macon County, Manchester over Warren County down at Fort Valley. And uh, West Georgia yesterday, the Class 5A boys, my goodness, uh, Kale was a winner. Uh, they're defending state champions. They beat Winder Barrel. And um, Eagles Landing was a winner over Maynard Jackson's boys. So it'll be Eagles Landing against Kale for the 5A state championship coming up in Macon. The rest of the games will be played today at different locations uh, around the state. I think Savannah, uh, Fort Valley, um, Georgia College, West Georgia, and at Georgia State with a 7A classification uh, will be played today. 
if you want to get out and catch some of the high school state tournament that is going on, you know, around around the area and get out and catch some of the games. Let me see what these games are for the 7A, 7A girls matchups over at Georgia State. We'll have Cherokee against against North Paulding at 1 o'clock. Uh, Grayson against Lowndes. That will be the 5 o'clock game. Boys 7A. And like I said, these games are over at Georgia State. You got it 3 o'clock. Wheeler against McEachern. All Cobb County there. Uh, I'm sure John Betnarowski will be gonna there. I was just going to say, shout out uh, Betnarowski. He'll be there with bells on, won't he? Yeah, uh, well, it's cold outside. <laughs> Wear something warmer. <laughs> at uh, 7 o'clock this evening, Grayson against Milton. Uh, those are those are the seven uh, seven eight classifications. So great great games uh, taking place there. Um, as I mentioned earlier, uh, one of the big stories I thought for this week was Dale McGee uh, taking the helm as head football coach at Georgia State University. One of the things I think it allows Georgia State to do is a hard reset on priority of recruiting because it's one one thing that he is very strong with, especially uh, within the state of Georgia and around this immediate region. And that's one of the things he talked about when he uh, spoke to the media this week. Yes. Coach, what was it that was especially attractive about this job that you wanted to pursue? First off, I've coached 21 plus years in the state of Georgia. My teeth are cut in the state of Georgia. Atlanta is the best city in the nation. And just the high schools in the Atlanta area, along with the quality coaches that Georgia has, this job is a, with a five-hour radius in the states that butt up against Georgia. We have plenty of student-athletes that we can acquire, identify, and develop. And that's the plan, is to make sure that everything aligns with our vision uh, of identifying, uh, developing, and then making them the best versions of themselves. So that is what Coach, what Coach right. McGee says is, is his vision is to come in and really recruit this area. He's putting together his coaching staff uh, right now. And, you know, after they after the team, everyone does spring break, they'll come back and they'll resume uh, spring football. But the schedule was released yesterday. The folks at Georgia State right now are like, hey, let, let's, let, let's, let's put this information out there. Let's sell some tickets. Let's get people excited about what's happening with this coaches coming in that, that uh, the people know in the area. I, I went on the social media last week, Greg, and I'll tell you something that was so different. You know, he's still working at Georgia, you know, first of the year. And in January comes around, you can go out and start going visiting schools. Right. He put pictures, uh, took a picture and posted of every school that he visited in the metro Atlanta area. And first of all, he visited all the Atlanta public schools. I was going to say, yeah you, yeah, you said he had all of them. You know, he posted all of them and put them up there. So, I mean, it shows that, that that's uh, was strength. That's an area that he knows the coaches at those schools. Mm-hmm. Uh, are well aware of him it, because recruiting, a lot of recruiting is about relationships, you know, and, and, and that's something that's very important uh, for him going forward. So the schedule is released, and the first five games will be played in Atlanta. Of course, they kick off August 31st at Georgia Tech, and that's a game everybody's been looking forward to. And I asked him about Georgia Tech. You know, you know, you know you're going to play them people about six blocks away. And he didn't really say a whole lot about it. He says, you know what? We'll be ready to play. We'll be ready yeah, to play. That's what he's supposed to say. You know that, that yeah. that's, that's the thing. You know, so that's um, that's happening. After that, they have Chattanooga on September seventh, Vanderbilt on September fourteenth, Georgia Southern on September twenty eighth. I do believe that's the earliest that Georgia State has ever played Georgia Southern. 
And remember now, he's been an assistant coach before at Georgia Southern. Matter of fact, when Georgia Southern went to their bowl game, he was the interim coach with them when they went to their very first bowl game. So them folks downstate, matter of fact, that's how he referred to them. (laughs) 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 The the folks down south. I said, yep, so we know about them in Old Dominion October 12th. So the first, you know, five games are home. And then it gets bumpy. You go on the road to Marshall on the Thursday night in Appalachian State, who Appalachian State is still a team that Georgia State has yet to beat. And so that's uh, that, that, that's part of the schedule that's coming up. But that, that gets things out. An exciting week, obviously, at Georgia State. But then it ended last night with basketball getting a win. The men's team beating Marshall 82-79, headed to the um, Sunbelt Conference Tournament, which is taking place in Pensacola, Florida, next week. Uh, Kennesaw State... I, defy, defies explanation. They're finishing the regular season at 15-15. and 15. They lost to Queens in their final regular season game, 91-82. Greg, this team has to have people shaking their heads because we know what they did last year, and they got off to a good start. I've seen them play twice this year, and they look like the team from last year. Obviously something has gone you know, kind of sideways with them. And Who did they lose? Huh? Who did they lose? I mean, they they lost, but they they. No, I mean, as far as voices, who leaders, the same leading voices. I mean, they they got they, are they, there they this got year. The same, they got the same point guard that they had. That the rents things. Burton is still there. Darrell uh, Robinson is still the big guy in the middle. I mean, you had some other people that that left. Obviously, you change in head coach. And, and well, that's what I was getting to next. Staff. But see, that's what I was saying. But you, if you, as you try to grasp onto what the issue is. And obviously they would know it too. There's that voice in the locker room or on the side that can right the ship. And as you said, first of all, the coach is gone. So you're going to hope that there was some kind of voice that was still there. And I didn't, I don't follow them enough to know whether or not that voice is no longer there. But yeah, I mean, listen, we sit there and talk about it on the pro level. The, the, the head shaking madness of what's going on with this Hawks team. Yeah. But to what you're saying is, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know what sort of internal, you know, thing went sideways because it's not because of injuries. No, everybody seems to be yeah. healthy. They just are not are not um not winning games. They're gonna kick off the A Sun tournament next week. They'll be facing their first opponent will be Jacksonville University. And so we see what they do if they can turn some things around or what happened. Basketball today, obviously Florida State is over at Georgia Tech at twelve noon start. Uh Texas AM is over in Athens to take on Georgia. That is a six o'clock start. Uh, for for that particular game. And uh, it's conference tournament time. Conference tournament time for um, for the alma mater. The alma mater had a, a strong you had to do that. 23 and 4. 23 and 4. And they get set to start play in the Gulf South Conference Tournament. Their last time in the Gulf South Conference Tournament is they'll be D1 next year. Um, that's happening. Also, with, with the SIAC, and I gotta somebody's gotta explain this to me because you know, you got two teams claiming to be the Eastern Division champion, mm-hmm. and they're both across the street from each other. We're talking about Clark Atlanta and Morehouse. Although Clark Atlanta beat Morehouse twice this season, uh, Clark Atlanta is twenty-two and five. Morehouse is nineteen and nine. Got two of the best records in the conference as they head for their conference tournament next week down in Savannah. We'll be keeping an eye on that. But coming up next, uh, Gabriel Stovall is going to join us. Okay. Oh, all right. Well, I was, let's end it with that. I was going to give you an assignment. Okay. Before to come back with because it's local and you mentioned something, but I'm going to give it to Noel because we have Noel's world coming up. Noel, can I give you an assignment? And it's 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 speculatory, so there's really no answer to it. 
But Sam mentioned Georgia, Georgia Tech. Get ready to play. In regards to football, what will it take to make those that that rivalry a rivalry again? What, you mean, mean, what, meaning oh, Georgia, Georgia, Georgia Tech and football because oh. of the dominance of Georgia all these years. Yeah. I can remember for a minute, Georgia, you know, obviously there was that long stretch where Georgia didn't win, and Tech had some success yeah. here and there. But now with what Georgia has done, how long and what will it take for Georgia Tech to at least make this game interesting moving forward? Or, you know, how long do you think that's going to be? How long do you think Georgia's going to dominate over Tech? I in mean, years wise. It, it, it's, the way it's looking like it's going to be a while, but you got to take got to got to be competitive first. That's what I'm saying. And, so th- I, and, and this year they take that next step and being more competitive because they 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 keep, they're recruiting a different player. Okay, you had to get that player to come. You know, well, I, I, think, I agree with you, but that wasn't for you. That was for Noel. Okay, well maybe yeah. she maybe she, knows, she, she but she gonna she steal what you just different. said. <laughs> no, she may have something totally different, totally different observation. We'll All right. See. Well, we want to, you know, just give you a little something. She's coming up at 740. And she'll let you know what's going on, and she'll answer that in Noel's world because she's just busy as can be right now. Plus, she lost a tooth. It's Sam and Greg on this Saturday morning. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The Game.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. I want to thank you guys for letting us be a part of your weekend morning. Saturday, 6 to 10. Tomorrow, Sunday, 6 until 10. So, again, I hope you guys all had a wonderful week. We have had, uh, oh, let me get this out of the way here. If I thought he would, if I thought he would pick up the phone, you know who I would call right now? Who's that? Bring it down some more here. And we would wish him happy birthday. And because we're friends with him, I won't put the year, (laughs) the year out there. But happy birthday to Ron Gant. Oh, man. Today is our boy's birthday today. So happy Fantastic. Bir- happy birthday, birthday to, Ron. to Ron. Yeah. Uh, shares it with, <laughs> of all people, Karen Carpenter. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Karen Carpenter. There's a lot of others. I'm saving them. But, yeah, happy birthday to Ron. Listen, we got a guy in here we ain't talked to in a minute. I think the last time we talked to the sports rev, he was uh, doing, like, double duty out there at Augusta. He's still doing some duty in Augusta. <laughs> okay. Uh, man's from Covington, but he is out there. He was, I think he was covering the Masters. Anyway, Gabriel Stovall, sports rep, it has been a minute. Good morning. Thank you. And how are you, sir? Good morning, Greg. Good morning, Sam. It is amazing to be with y'all on this chilly, rainy day, man. We got a lot of awesome basketball to talk about, so I'm excited to be with you guys. Fantastic, fantastic. Man, always great to catch up with you. Uh, and once again, we're at state tournament time. It's Final Four weekend, and you're going to be heading to a destination where you're going to see some of these teams from Augusta. These folks yeah. upset that just turned the tournament upside down last year, uh, and, and here they are back again with a number of teams from the Augusta area poised to do it again this time. Listen, man, they've actually, for the last couple of years, uh, really turned the tournament upside down. I'm headed to Milledgeville today, Georgia College and State University, for the Class 2A Final Four. And so we got Josie girls, we've got Butler boys, 
Uh, we've got West Side looking for West Side boys looking for a three peat uh, in the Class A state title. Uh, man, they are doing the thing, and uh, it, I, like we said the other day, Sam, I don't know if something in the water, <laughs> but uh, the, I, I feel like, and you know, I've been all over Georgia and been in Metro Atlanta for years and doing this, but man, I feel like the Augusta area just as a whole uh, is is probably the hot spot, the place where uh, the most high school basketball talent gets produced in the entire state and not just the players but the coaching all of that man so it is going to be exciting to see uh if all three well what happens with these three teams today uh but man regardless of it augusta bass augusta high school basketball is where it's at man spend the time on the waitfor.com outlet this morning with gabriel stovall he is social and always find it. Why are you laughing, man? I just like when you say that. Yeah, both of y'all got me cracking up. First of all, a second ago, I thought he was doing a pep boy song, a pep shop boy song, because he's going West End Girls, West End Boys. I was like, that sounds like the pet shop boys. No, man. Anyway. At Gabriel C. Stovall, at Gabriel C. We just Sto- miss him. We, yeah, we, we, we just we, missed him, man. Miss you know? you, I miss you guys, man. man. We, we get, miss we, this dude. You, you got to find a way to get me on here like monthly or something, man. This is, this we is can do that. Augusta Press Sports, tell people what, 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 what they're missing if they haven't checked you out. Yes. Well, um, the Augusta Press Sports, our website, theaugustapress.com, theaugustapress.com. Uh, we are an all-digital publication, about three years old, uh, and, uh, and, and it is a, a, an awesome uh, place to get what I feel like is some of the most comprehensive coverage that you'll find from a local sports standpoint, not, not hating on anybody else that does what they do in this area. Uh, but man, we're, we're going to take you, not only tell you the, the, you know, who, what, and when, but we're going to go deeper and try to tell you the why and give you some good analysis and some understanding of why this sports area is how it is, what makes it tick. And so that's what we do at the Augusta Press, man. Uh, all right, Gabriel, then we're going to give you that chance right now. What yes, do sir. we, what, what is it about us folks in Atlanta that we don't know about what's going on over there in Augusta? What do y'all talk about over there? Them folks in Atlanta don't know about this. They don't know about that. <laughs> give, us, give us a nugget of something that you guys regularly know that we sleep on and, and don't pay that much attention to, and we should. Honestly, like I said, I just think it's the way, the level of development and the way that basketball is approached here in the Augusta area. I think a couple of years ago uh, when Westside made its first run, they ended up playing in the Class 2A state tournament against Butler, uh, the boys. I'm talking about the boys. Uh, so you had two Westside teams in a state championship game together. Uh, and then I think several other teams were competing as well. Augusta Christian in the South Carolina League, like just – I, I think that year, Atlanta, Metro Atlanta did kind of, they didn't know, they found out because a lot of those Augusta teams had to beat Atlanta Blue Blood programs in order to get to that state championship place, and they continued to do it. And like I said, it's, it's players, but it's also coaching. So take, for instance, you got Josie, three years removed from a state championship. Juwan Bailey, he's now coaching Newton girls in Covington. But then here comes uh, their new coach, right, uh, who's been on the staff, Coach Nichelle Chapman. All she does is step in. They go back to the Final Four. They're one game this year away from a state championship. Butler, Cervantes' body, coached for 13 years. His first season at Butler, he played for a state championship. He leaves. His, his understudy, Chaz Clark, comes in. First year on the sidelines. They're one game away 
from coach from playing for a state championship. Westside, Jerry Hunter's done it at Laney several years ago. He's on the precipice of getting Westside to be the first team since Columbia, those Columbia squads back in 2010, 11, 12, to be a three-peat championship team regardless of classification. And then you've got a guy like Darren Shine who used to play uh, for uh, uh, Academy of Richmond, I believe, and he went on to play College of Delaware State. He's not a sideline coach. But he is one of the foremost basketball trainers in the area, and he gets those guys and those girls ready to play. Real cool story. Go to the AugustaPress.com. Check it out. Young lady by the name of Karen Nemo. I'm looking at she it right now. For, looking at it right now. Yeah. She played for Butler. So now watch this, guys. Karen Nemo, she's got like 12 offers. Mm-hmm. Places like Savannah State, Clark, uh, Albany State. Here's the crazy part. She's a senior. She's graduating this year, right? Never played, not varsity basketball, never played an ounce, a minute of high school basketball until this year. And, 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 and Coach Shine found her out in a, in a uh, gym class at one of the schools in the area that doesn't have high, uh, GHSA basketball, said, yo, you got skills, help her get it together. Butler girls coach Ebony Fields, fifth year, helped her refine her game. This girl's getting college scholarship offers. She's going to have a place to play at the next level and has only played high school basketball for a grand total of one year. So it's just in the sauce in terms of how they develop players, how they approach from the coaching aspect and just from a training aspect. Man, I'm telling you, uh, as much as Georgia's is football is king, I'm telling you, basketball is king and queen in the city of Augusta, and it's not by accident. It's a real intentional reason why that happens. And, Greg, he's talking just about right right around Augusta. He's not bringing it out into into Columbia County and out into right. out into um, uh, Thompson and those areas, Grovetown and Thompson. you got great yeah. coaching and playing there too, right? Yeah, I mean, Grovetown, look at Grovetown, man. You've got Coach Darren Douglas, who uh, several years ago won a uh, state championship at Aquinas. Then he leaves there and comes to Grovetown, wins a state championship. Darion Reed, we figure out who he is. Now he's a five-star prospect that's on his way to Alabama. He'll probably be one and done and head to the NBA. Now this year, they started out one and four. Bunch of no names. Darian, uh, Darian, I mean, Darian Reed is over in North California somewhere playing for a prep school, right? Well, a bunch of no names on the roster, so to speak. He starts out one and four. They get to the Elite Eight, giving out number one Alexander a tussle in the Class 6A ranks uh, before bowing out. Heck of a coaching job, man. Of course, Thompson, Coach Michael Thomas, man, that dude's a stalwart. He's been there for 40-plus years, man. They they lost to a really solid Toombs County team uh, that Butler's going to have to get by today. Uh, but, man, like you said, the talent, and even you go further out to the fringe, Warren County, a lot of folks don't talk about Warren County. Mm-hmm. They were two points away against Manchester yesterday from advancing to the state championship in Class A. So, I mean, the, like you said, the entire Augusta, we call the further fringe area, the CSRA, uh, the entire area is chock full of just amazing basketball talent on both the girls' and the boys' side, and, and then the coaching that they get in this area is, is next to none. 
That is Gabriel Stovall. Yeah, it is. We have missed him. I mean, we have just missed him. Take a breath, my man, because even he's been he's been going, he's been preaching over here. My question is, I, I'm and this, trying. this is something that Sam talks about and, and educates me on. And I'm curious about this with all the success and the things that are going on out there in Augusta in the in the areas around it. Do you have the same? Do they have the same coaching issues as far as keeping the quality coaches in that region? You know, I think eventually, uh, if you if you're if you're coaching good programs and you show forth just kind of this 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 coaching acumen, uh, you're going to eventually get wooed from some from other places. But here's the thing about Augusta, man: a lot of the coaches in this area are really, really committed to this area. A lot of these coaches are committed to the area. They, they're committed to building basketball right here in the area. So I, I talked about uh, Cervantes' body at Butler, who's, who retired last year. He could have, man, 13 years, dude, never missed the state program. Like I said, went to the state championship game his first season. They lost it, but still, of course, I got to talk about Cross Creek, the girls' basketball, mm-hmm. uh, uh, boys' basketball coach, Coach Kelly, they Lawrence Kelly, they they played in three straight state championship games, one two straight, bounced out of the Elite Eight this year with a young squad. These coaches come here, they see the way the community gets behind basketball, and I think they really don't want to leave. And and so you got a guy like Cervantes body thirteen seasons, and then Clark comes. Hunter's been here forever. I don't know exactly how long he's been coaching in the area, but like I said, he brought Laney a state championship several years ago. You've got, like I said, the Josie Kirk coach, Coach Chapman. Uh, she's on the bench as Juwan Bailey's one of his assistants. He leaves. She sticks around, takes the reins of the program. I think his brother also is still on that coaching staff so so it's not like they can't go and get other opportunities but I think these coaches and these folks are just so bought into what Augusta basketball is that that they just they they want to stay and see how far they can push it folks who spending time with Gabriel Stowall and you talk about the, the fact that what they're doing today and the way we do final four weekend in Georgia it's held on a college campus because uh, not everybody that's playing is going to play college ball but I right. think it's remarkable that uh, they get a chance to go and play in that environment, dress out in that locker room, play in that college gymnasium. They're going to get a chance to do that down in Milledgeville today. Yeah, I love it, man. And, and, and you know, I'll be honest, you know, it's one of the things, it, as good as Westside has been, as good as Butler's been, kind of nervous about it because they're still young teams, young guys. You never know what happens. You get a bunch of 16-, 17-year-old kids on a – floor like that the lights are brighter and everything but I, I love the way that that GHSA gives these opportunities for these these young college kids because you're right Sam all of them are not going to play college ball and so having the opportunity to suit up to get on the biggest stage it's kind of like how we do in football right and everybody was clamoring to get the football state championships back to Mercedes-Benz because these kids deserve those bright light, you know, those bright light settings. Uh, and, and so you're going to see how they manage that today, especially, you know, with these younger teams. Even Josie has a younger squad, even though they're very talented. But but I, I think, you know, win or lose, it's an amazing opportunity for them. They're going to be able to look back on this, you know, five, six, seven years down the road, ten years down the road. Maybe some of them will. Even those that play will play college, and they'll look and be like, yo, I got my first college basketball court 
environment exposure playing for the GHSA state tournament, man, in the final four. And then, of course, we'll hopefully be headed to Macon Coliseum next week. Hopefully we'll have a couple of uh, of these local area teams that make it through the final four and they'll get to experience it again on an even bigger stage. Yep, Gabriel uh-huh. Stovall. And you got to be back before tomorrow morning. Let everybody know what's up tomorrow with you now. <laughs> well, listen, you know, I'm going out today to Milledgeville. Um, you know, we're going to be there all day long. Uh, tomorrow, Sunday, I got to get up in the morning, go to church. I'm going to go. I, I, I passed the church in, uh, uh, in in Covington. And then we also have a ministry that we give over pastoral oversight to in, in Augusta. Uh, so uh, I, my day is going to be full tomorrow. And then we'll be right back on the grind, especially if uh, some of our teams make it. Uh, to state championship games next week, uh, we'll be right back on the grind, getting ourselves and, and getting my my uh, my my team of freelancers and content creators ready uh, to provide some next level coverage, man. Next week in making. See, and after church, you got to stop by the Mister Cafe, say hello to my my, my friend Angie, who runs that place. Out Angie, there. okay, I'm, Angie runs I'm that right place. Out. That's what they did, Vampire Diaries and all that out yes, there. So, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We, we got to get this dude back here. We got to figure out something. So okay. I'm going to deputize him. I don't even know if he's got credentials, but he's going to have to figure that out. <laughs> Uh, so they got credentials you, everywhere. Man. Okay, so if you want, you want to come back on. We need a master's correspondent. You get you up. What yes, you think? Sir. What you think? Yes, sir. Okay, I'm with it. All right, so I'm you, with it, man. You get credentials, and we'll we'll check in with you. See, the good part about this is we won't bug you on Thursday and Friday. We'll we'll wait till <laughs> Saturday and Sunday to bother you. So That's if you, fine with me, man. Listen, I already got for Masters Week. I've already. Uh, Designated one of my uh, associate ministers. I say, man, on this Sunday you're gonna have to you're gonna have to take the pulpit this day, man. I gotta be gotta work, gotta, gotta work, gotta get to the masters, man. Uh huh. Gonna put God on hold see, see, because see. he got. No, nah, man, all. God is at the golf course too, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Gabriel, God so, is at Augusta National, baby. God, that's right. Well, we yeah. Uh, I'm I'm just gonna say we miss you. We're glad to have you back, and we are gonna deputize you for the masters. So I look forward to talking to you in about a month. Yes, right? sir. Yes, sir. Right about so start then. second week April. There you go. All right, Gabriel. Now. Appreciate it, buddy. As always, thank you. Thank you, guys. Love y'all. All right, that's the sports rev. Gabriel Stovall joining us. Hey, we got to get into Noel's world. Up next, no telling where we're going. It's Sam and Greg. Sports Radio ninety two nine The Game ninety two nine The Game dot com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio ninety two nine The Game. 92.9thegame.com. It is Sam and Greg on this Saturday morning. We is in March, Mr. Crenshaw. In March. And those of you out there, like myself, who deal with uh, pollen, we're already starting to get these pollen counts. Yeah, now. Low right now, but you know what's coming. On the way. You know what's coming right around the Kona. Yep. You a fan of uh, who we're hearing right now? Yeah. Happy 62nd birthday 62nd. to Mr. John Bon Jovi. Wow. 62. 62. And, you know, <laughs> yeah, 62 today. That's all you can say. There's a lot of people, a lot, a lot of folks celebrating birthdays today that you all know Bon Jovi got that hit. James Bond. Now, the question is, which James Bond? The most recent James Bond is 56 years old today. Really? Yeah. Daniel Craig, mm-hmm. it's his birthday today. Chris Martin, Coldplay, his birthday today. Opie's uh, kid, Bryce Dallas uh, Howard, she's 43 today. So anyway, lots of, lots of stuff happened on this day. Quick shout out. I got uh, a couple people uh, at my house. Um, 
up in Michigan. Mm-hmm. They're here. So shout mm-hmm. out to uh, Mark and Sandy. Hello. We, we, <laughs> yeah, Sam says, hey. Um, <laughs> and uh, we went out to, uh, and, and he told me to tell you hello, Henry. Uh, oh, uh, man. Of, of Henry's up there in Ackworth there. Oh, man. Well, by the way, if you've never been up there, it's a great place. And we ain't supposed to do this. I'm sorry, David Ashburn. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll get, I'll get you something from Henry's. There know. we go. There but we go. There it, we go. It just, it's, it's, it's just a real nice experience. Plus, the guy looks just like David St. Hobans from Spinal Tap. <laughs> he looks like the Michael McKeon character from Spinal Tap. Wow. Which is David St. Hobans. But anyway. Uh, so shout out to Big Henry. He's, he comes by the table. He's, he's chatting. He's a great kid. He throws beads on you and all that sort of stuff. So now we got to take Conti and David out there for lunch. We can uh, do that. Noel. Uh oh. First of all, again, we hope you had a wonderful week. Outside, you, you are, outside of the experience. That well, no, she, she was. It was painless. I'm sure they they numbed her up. Man, just the idea of having to go through that. Dude. You ain't a de- you ain't a dentist person, huh? I can go as long as I know it's nothing like that going well, on. You come with me. Well, you ain't gonna feel nothing. Oh, but mine don't fill up when I go to mine either, but I don't like the idea. Take take advantage of all the advancements in pain-free dentistry. I'm a a big proponent of that. So give me even the shot that numbs me up. Numb me up before you give me that. (laughs) Whatever. Anyway, good morning, Noel. Good morning. The floor is yours. We'll shut up. It lets you know what's going on in your world. (laughs) Okay, well, first, to answer that that Georgia-Georgia Tech rivalry question, um, I think the new... The uh, well, the Georgia Georgia Tech that one, like Sam said, you're gonna have to have more tech success, which they may be able to figure out now that the conferences are all changing and they'll have new opponents every year, and there's all these these moving pieces going on currently that could open the door for some of that rivalry to um to contend. But I think I think the battle of GSU has a better shot of being a good rival right good rivalry right now. With than who? Georgia, Georgia Tech. Georgia mm-hmm. State with who? Georgia State versus uh, Georgia Southern, the, the battle of GSU. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Well, that, well that, that, that's going to that's that, yeah. be there. That's yeah. going to be there. That's gonna well, be well there. now even more so. Now you have a, a coach that, that has been at one when took him to a bowl game, and now you're at the other one yeah. trying to elevate that, that team. So it might be a little more fun with them tussling right now than it is Georgia, Georgia Tech. I mean, Tech just has to get themselves back on the, bas- back on the football radar. Okay, that's a good answer. I mean, that's uh, yeah. again, it's all in what you what you think. Yeah, so absolutely. But what you got? What you got this morning? Well, I would love to talk about something that we experience in this industry through different different periods of the season, well, different periods of the year, depending on the season or whatever. But I would like to talk about silly season. Okay, and how there's a different approach maybe fans should take. When it comes to silly season, like right now, you're hearing just rumors swirling all about, especially with the Atlanta Falcons, right? Uh, Monday it was uh, Justin Fields is 100% coming to Atlanta, and Tuesday it was no, they they prefer Kirk Cousins than than Justin Fields, and then it was well, they might try to trade up and get Caleb Williams or Drake May or, or, or whatever the situation is, and you see a lot of of. Extreme reaction, right? A lot of extreme vitriol, <laughs> you know, like, oh, the team's stupid or or unserious franchise or they don't want – and it doesn't matter who they pick. Like, you're going to have a, a subset of people that go, yay, Kirk Cousins, a subset of people that go, I want Matt Ryan 2.0. You're going to have a sub, subset of people that go, yay, Justin Fields. You're going to have a subset of people that go, well, he couldn't do nothing in Chicago, so I want him here. You're going to have a subset of, 
yes, let's go get the first round pick versus, well, Ritter didn't develop or hasn't developed or wasn't what I want him to be. So why should we do? Nobody's going to be happy. And whatever name is thrown out there right now, for whatever reason, is just drawing up a lot of a lot of discourse. And not the and not the like the fun kind that we like to have. Like this is the type of season I think you should take advantage of shows like Dukes and Bell or like Freaky on the Weekends where they want to talk to you and hear your opinion about what you would do with the team because that should be the most fun about silly season, right? right. Pontificating about what you would do if you got to put on the GM suit and tie, right? What who would I draft? What kind of money? What kind of capital would I want to use? Versus you know. Shaking your fist and, and, and yelling at your Twitter account because you heard something that may not even be true. Like right now, we're all fishing for stories. And most 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 importantly, we all want to be right on what's going to happen. Right. We all we want to be the one that say Atlanta's going to move up to spot three or Atlanta's going to stay at eight or or Kirk Cousins is going to come in here or Russell Wilson or wh- whatever it is. We all want to be the one that's right. Right. So I see a lot of pontificating on you know other platforms and you know television radio whatever they may say oh i think xyz makes the most sense right then you have a writer that might pick it up and go team xyz is going to do xyz as heard on here and it just snowballs 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 and it seems like i'm one of the few people that are sitting in my car going but who really said that are we looking at where that information came from or are we just latching on to something that we can yell about. And again, I'm not talking about us here with the mics on at the radio. That is our job, to yeah. push the needle on these stories. But like I said, take advantage of the shows that want you to call in and ask you, you know, how do you feel about it? Turtle always likes a good phone call. Uh, John Fricky, that's going to be his, whether he gets one hour or seven hours, that's going to be his show. He's going to talk to you guys, the listeners, and a lot of times y'all come in with some, you know, some pretty decent ideas. Sometimes you're, you know, spouting things you've heard on other shows that maybe not make any sense and John Freaking kind of points you in the right direction. But the point is, let's have fun with it and not be so angry about it. Oh. So, like, and, and it's not just us. Like, I see it from Bears fans as well. It's a lot of angry Bears fans on social media right now. There's the half that want to keep Justin Fields. There's the half that want to throw the baby out with the bathwater. And, and, and you have different degrees of that. I'm sure, I'm sure even the Vikings are having their own conversation. We're talking about bringing Kirk Cousins in. Is there, is there a subset of them that want to keep Kirk Cousins? Are they looking at their team like an unserious franchise because you're going to cut the best quarterback you've probably had since, I'm just going to throw a name out there, Cole Pepper. I don't, I don't know. I don't remember. I watched a lot of Vikings, but I don't remember right now off the top of my head. Um, but, yeah, like let's, let's have fun with it. Like, okay, if – Falcons stay put at eight. What kind of edge rusher could we bring in here? Or or if we don't draft a quarterback, do we go edge rusher? Do we get a corner? Do we get another safety? What other direction could the Falcons go than maybe than maybe blowing everything up to get to get an iffy quarterback, no matter what tier of quarterback that's going to be. And that's for every season. Like Ronald Acuna says, I want to be a brave forever. And some people took that as, oh, he's going to demand a bunch of money. And if he doesn't get it, he's going to he's gonna run out of here. And yeah, that may happen, maybe. But why do we always have to focus on the negative? Why can't it be, yay, Ronald Acuna wants to be a brave for life and he didn't need the translator to translate it. Yay. Moving forward. You're asking people not to be people. I mean, not not entirely, not entirely. Like if you know, if you want to be a subset of, because I grew up with this. Like the way my dad watched the Vikings was very, very honorary. Like 
Before I got into football myself, I didn't understand why he liked it. It was nothing but yelling at the TV and, and hating quarterbacks like Brett Favre. It was, that, was, that was all it was for a long time, and then I understood it, and then I got to shaking my fist at Drew Brees. But the point so I'm not saying fans don't be fans. Be fans. <laughs> oh, this – okay. <laughs> no, no. But let's have some fun with it. Like, y'all want to burn jerseys and, and, and cancel season tickets and, and, and denounce fandom because you heard something that may or may not even happen. Let's play it out. Let's, but play, let's play it out together as a family. Let's have fun with it. All right. Um, breathe. Uh, Everybody do you, do you, breathe. Do you, do you, uh, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com, <laughs> and in the, in the Noel's, Noel's World. Um, two things I took from that. But the, yeah. I, my first question is do you remember Ghostbusters, the movie? Well, it's coming back. No, I mean the original. They got a new one coming. All right. Actually, I did hear that. Yeah. Noel, you remember yeah. the first mm-hmm. Ghostbusters? Okay, do you remember when these, the guys in, in that movie got pulled into the mayor's office and they were explaining what was going on in the city and so on and so forth and all this stuff? And the mayor said to the group assembled in his office, it's every, you, it, I'm paraphrasing, but it's the right of every New Yorker to be a big, Yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> Just be a jerk. That's the right of every, this is the mayor saying this. And that's kind of what hit me with this. But the one word I take away from what you brought up is discourse. Yes. And, and, and you talk about an uphill battle because if somebody tapped into what you were talking about and didn't know you were talking about sports, the conversations between people, whether it's sports or you fill in the blank with yep. whatever else that people discuss and, and people get angry, they don't have the conversations they used to. So discord is one of those things you got a greater chance of finding a Loch Ness Monster than <laughs> having everybody come back yeah. and, and, and embrace discourse. Oh, I, I know I'm asking for the impossible. I, I know I'm going to cut on this station probably six hours from now, and it's going to be somebody shaking their fist about something they 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 didn't like that they heard from some random source on their Instagram account. I, I know that. But I'm just saying, like, we, well, if, thinking, absolutely. If, if we could have sports could be even more fun if we could have more fun with these conversations instead of just being so well, angry. Well, unfortunately, it's a, become a big business. And when it comes yeah. to business and there's money involved, yep. people get a certain kind of way about it. Yep. Business and in all kind of ways too, not even just one industry. Yeah. It's, it's businesses all over the place. Yep. But it's it, it's a nice sentiment, and and I wish it was the case, and we could be this way. But you know, but well, you listen, know that people care. Yeah, but it's also a form of, <laughs> of of where we are right now. You know, there are those of us who grew up at the end of the what was what was the end of the industrial revolution, and and technology is where we are right now. We're in the tech technology age, and everybody knows everything about everything, right? The information age. Excuse me. And technology runs everything, and so everybody feels like they're, you know, that that newscaster, that sportscaster, that whatever they got, they have a mouthpiece in their hand, in their phone, yeah, to, to spew it out to everybody, and, and that's what you are. But hey, listen, you got another one tomorrow, don't you, Noel? I do. Ooh, looking Ooh, forward to that loaded. one she's too. Loaded. What hey, there's Jen Hobby. Shout out Jen Hobby. She's on TV right now, Star ninety four. Um, also. I uh, got a fresh casting call coming up. We have got uh, Tim Scarborough joining us, but coming up in just a few minutes. It's our fifth and the next installment of They Got Next. This is a feature Sam and I started. We are giving 13-year-olds and under a chance to be a sports reporter, a sports talk show host. It all starts right here. We're giving them a platform with a minute to minute and a half sports report, and we need a lot more. 
ladies and gentlemen. So we're going to let you know how you can get in touch with Sam and I and give us your contact information. And we want to hear from your son, daughter, niece, nephew, student, teammate, uh, whoever, 13 and under. We're giving you this opportunity, but we're doing it up next. And we are going to hear from nine-year-old Ava. She joins us next. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you in the Odyssey app. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 